0: It's been a long time since I did the last podcast, and I think it's basically because I wasn't feeling very inspired. I was very, very busy with work, and uh, a whole bunch of other things have come up, but have I got a story for you this time, so stay tuned, and we'll jump right in. I'm Jamie Montine, and this is My Midlife Crisis. Change is definitely in the air. Big things have been happening over the last while. And late last week, the company I've been working for for the past four years laid off 80% of the people that were working there. I was one of the ones that was laid off, and my entire team was laid off as well. So that kind of displaced A lot of people and everybody's out looking and hunting for jobs again and that could be a really scary time for a lot of people but for me it kind of hit at the perfect time even though it's a little bit before Christmas which isn't the best time at all because uh, it's going to change up Christmas quite a bit but I have the perspective that this is the time for change. I've been feeling like a change for quite some time when I first started with the company I was really really excited because I was working with a very very good friend of mine and I was meeting all these really really talented people and I was learning all about agency life and I hadn't worked inside of an agency before that so it was a big change and there was lots to learn and it was really fun and the company itself took care of their people extremely well they treated me so well and I'll always really appreciate that and I hold no ill will towards them whatsoever. Things just had to be done. And stuff like that just can't last forever. It just can't. Nothing ever lasts forever. You know, they did the best they could. And uh, I appreciated every moment of it. I can tell you what I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss those faces on my team. Every day I was laughing really, really hard. I have the best producer that I've ever worked with in the past. I'm going to miss the fact that I don't get to see her eat her eggs every morning. There's a lot of other faces that I would see that would just make me smile every day. And I think that maybe our paths will cross again in the future because this is a small town. But uh, I will miss those moments for sure. But let me step back a little bit because a lot more happened than just this. About a month ago, I was getting ready to do a big conference. And I've done this conference many times in different cities in the States. And I've spoken about this in previous podcasts about burnout and all that lovely stuff that comes with burnout. Well, these conferences were the tip of the iceberg for those things. And every time I was getting ready for one, I would feel the stress and I would deal with it and I would go to the show and I would deal with it there too. And I would have to do jobs and different things at those shows at a live event There would be way beyond what I was supposed to be doing, but that's what I was paid for, so I would be there and do it. Every time I came back, I always suffered burnout, and um, previously, I never really was burnt out, maybe a few times here and there on some big jobs, but nothing like this, and I did this consecutively over the years, but this year, we were ramping up, and we were getting ready to do this, and a bunch of people on the team were working on all the assets, and I'm working on the assets And I'm getting them prepared in the week before the event. And my plane tickets are already paid for. They're ready. My uh, TN visa is already signed up for because I need a visa to go to the States. All these things are all lined up. And I wake up one morning, one week before the show. And I notice that I have a little bit of a blur in my eye. And I'm just chalking it up to being tired or whatever it was. Not a big deal. And the next day, it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more of that blur coming across my eye. And during this entire time, I'm still working away trying to finalize assets and get things ready for this show. So I I bring it up. I say, it's really, really weird. I've got, uh, you know, I'm not seeing very well. Maybe this is just stress or whatever it is. And my producer says to me, she's like, you should go get that checked right away. And the first thing I said to her was like, well, when am I going to find time to do that? How am I going to do that? You know? So uh time passed, another day passed, and it just got worse and worse. So I secretly went to one of the back rooms, called an optometrist, and booked an appointment right away because I thought it was just an eye issue, and I might be able to get some drops or something and they clear up whatever's making this whatever's causing this blurriness. So they call me and they say, Yeah, it should take about twenty minutes uh it it didn't sound like it was a bad thing, so I go in. The 20 minutes pass. I do a bunch of tests. The optometrist asks me to stay for uh, a little while because she was going to consult with uh, some other doctors. My 20-minute appointment turned into two and a half hours, and uh, the doctor asked me to stay there because she believed it was actually an emergency. And so she contacted all these other specialists from the hospitals in the city, and uh, told them what the diagnosis was or what was happening to me. And the next day I went directly to the hospital. And I was told I wouldn't be able to travel. Um, I Something had happened that was neurological and not uh, not having anything to do with the eye itself. And this was a big deal. So at that moment, my team got together. They said... Oh Jamie you're not going to uh you're not going on this trip it's it's all going to be taken care of they all stepped up they all went they did it within you know hours of me being uh stuck at the hospital or whatever it was really really intense actually and I was really worried that I wouldn't be able to go to the show to do this work that to be totally honest I don't care about whatsoever it's just part something that I have always done I've done this this is part of my job Um, it's uncomfortable, but I still would go and do that stuff. So my team gets together, everything works out. It's not as simple as that. I know that there was flights that had to be made. There was all these things. People stepped up right away. They took my place and the show was a huge hit. Everything was great. No problems. I think from what I heard, it was much better than the previous years, which is amazing. And I didn't get to see any of that, which... I'm fine with as well. I was just really pleased that um my team got together and they did that for me. It it meant the world to me. So the next few days, this is over the weekend, I'm at the hospital every day and I'm on IV steroids because the diagnosis from the doctor was uh optic neuritis, which is a swelling of the optic nerve which causes you to go blind basically or lose your vision in an eye. And that's kind of the precursor to multiple different things. So you get all these tests right off of that. Uh, right off the bat. I had all these blood tests, all this blood work done. I'm on IV steroids for the next few days. I'm on high-dose steroids for the next two weeks. But during that time, I keep going in and out of the hospital, trying to get my eyes checked and figure out what this was. So I have chest x-rays. They tested me for tuberculosis, which sounds crazy. Um, that all came back negative, which is wonderful. And then I was waiting for an MRI. So the MRI, I've never had one in the past. And uh I've heard some other people's experiences. It's like very claustrophobic and you get put into this metal tube and the magnets are very loud. So they're just banging around everywhere. And the only time they can book you is in the middle of the night because it's not necessarily an, an emergency at that point. It's just like a checkup, right? Or something uh that people are they're they're searching for something that might be wrong with your brain or your spine or, or different things like that anyway i have to wait a few weeks my mri comes through i go to the appointment it's the first time i've ever done it it's a real experience if you've never had one before um it's something that if i could get away with not having to do another one i would definitely do that but it's not the worst thing ever so i have my mri I figure that I'm fully in the clear, and then I get a phone call from the doctor. This is before the layoffs and everything else that I just previously spoke about. So I get a phone call from the doctor, and the doctor says, one of the things that we found in the MRI is lesions in your brain. And what that is is MS. So that means it's multiple sclerosis, which is an autoimmune disease that there's no cure for. So when my eye lost its vision, that was the precursor to what could a very, very small percentage of people get it from these. Sometimes the optic neuritis is caused by stress, which I really truly believed was what was happening. And then all of a sudden I couldn't handle the pressure anymore, which is really sad for me to say because I've never gone through anything like that before. But it was a really heavy experience. So I find out literally the day before all of this stuff happens at the company that I was working for. I, I spoke to the owner of the company m- hours before uh, I had any news on the layoffs or anything like that. And I said, oh, can I speak to you for a minute? Because I had just gotten off the phone with a doctor. And I've been in and out taking sick time and having appointments and having personal time and all these things over the last few weeks. So, I just wanted to talk to him to say, you know, this has come up. And over the next few weeks, this I'm probably going to have to go for more tests and all of this stuff. And I told him and he we we were in a private room and he gives me a big hug. And he says, you know what? I know people who have MS and they've been fine for years, which was really nice. You know, it was a really nice thing to say. But I didn't know that this was coming. And everybody around me knows that what led me to this optic neuritis was stress hitting me. So what was about to happen was obviously going to be extremely stressful or could be extremely stressful. So I could just see it in his eyes, how worried he was about me. And um, anyway, it, it was really, really nice how he reached out and, and sent me a message saying, you know, I've got your back anytime throughout all of this stuff. Like you definitely feel the love with that. But so I was diagnosed with MS, and I'm still in that diagnosis. So I'm I'm finding out what is going to happen in the future, what uh, I'm going to have to deal with over the next while, and um, that's a huge question mark because I feel really good. My the sight in my left eye has um, it hasn't come back a hundred percent, but it's come back really really close, and. F- from what I know about optic neuritis, it it is one of those things that will come back over time. Your eyesight will come back, but um, with it being MS, it's neurological, which means it could be something that flares up from time to time. So I have to stay away from different kinds of stress or whatever the doctors are about to tell me. I'm not I'm not too sure, but so I got hit with two really, really big things one after the other. The first was going, losing my, I'm not going to say going blind because I lost the vision in in one eye. Um, and then I got it treated very quickly and my vision slowly came back, but, uh, it improved heavily with the steroids that they put me on. And to give you an idea of what that's kind of like too, it was prednisone and the steroids are so heavy. They're like a heavy, heavy dose. I thought I'd be getting, really strong off these because I go climbing all the time and I really enjoy that. And you need your muscles for all of that stuff. And I was just like, okay, well, if I'm going to be on steroids, I'm obviously going to get jacked and feel really good. But it did the absolute opposite. Before all of this happened, I hit the best weight I've ever been at. I've hit the best shape I've ever been at. I kind of called that out when, before I turned 40, I said, I want to be at the best shape I've ever been at. And I did it. I did a full year of no alcohol, over a year of no alcohol, because I wanted to challenge myself. I thought that by staying away from alcohol and eating better and exercising and all those things, I would get my body into really, really good physical condition, as well as just test myself with you know, alcohol and addiction and different things to see, even see if you have any problems with those things. And I realized very quickly I don't, um, but it was a, it was a great experience to go through all of that. But I was at the very peak of, you know, health and all that stuff. And even my vitals, they all come out really, really good, which is really nice to know. But then I got hit with this optic neuritis. I was put on steroids. Within two weeks, I put on 15 pounds. And most of it is probably water and uh, water retention and salt and different things like that. Just holding all this weight in. But at the same time, I haven't eaten like that in years it was just like i i could never get enough i could never get enough food in me i was just constantly eating huge uh, plates of food and that's a side effect to prednisone so not only that something kind of disgusting as well and i apologize for this but with steroids you get uh, acne or what you would consider bacne and i've never had that before i've never had any issues with that but the steroids Did a number on my back and I could see it come out almost instantly. And I was like, am I going to have to live with this kind of back and these acne and all this stuff for a long time? turns out that it's all been going away. I've been off the steroids now for a few weeks, but uh, everything does go away with that. It was just such a terrible thing. Instead of getting strong, I got very weak. I put on a lot of weight going from the best shape I've ever been in my life to having to get try to get back to that and try to build strength again it's just been let's say interesting at the least so with these two things happening having this diagnosis of ms which will be a lifelong condition i guess that's what it will be or um it i don't know how bad it can get and i I, i'm waiting to hear from the doctors to see what their uh expect what their expectations will be on this stuff I'm bringing it up on the podcast because I think that even with some of the worst news that you could get, you could still spin it to be positive. When you lose your job and you find out that your health has been rocked and that you might have, well, not might, you have a disease that there's no cure for. I'm smiling when I say it because I'm just thinking of how crazy this all sounds. And it all happened in such a short time period. You would think that a lot of people would just kind of sit on that and feel pretty sorry for themselves. Well, this is the funny thing, is that I haven't felt this good in years. With all of this negative stuff that's been happening around me, I've just spun it as a positive. And that's who I truly am. I've always been that person. And I feel like I lost that over the last few years. I lost that positivity. I lost all that stuff where I felt like I would inspire people around me rather than just complain about things. I've never really been a big complainer, but it's one of those things that I despise more than anything. I think that people can find fault in things, and I think it's too easy to find fault in things. I think it might be harder to find the positive in things, but if you look at things through that lens, good things will come to you. They really, really will. And I'm going to prove it to everybody, because with all of this news, in the next little while, I've been out instantly talking to old clients, old friends, people who are in the industry, and everything's been such positive feedback, and it seems like people want to work with me, and people want to be a part of what the next thing is that I'm going to be doing. So what my intention is, is years before, when I before I was working in advertising, I used to have a motion design collective with some of my really close friends, very talented guys, and we started something with a shoestring budget and just worked out of my basement studio and started putting out world class work just three guys putting out world class work and it took some time to get to that but we got recognized and it felt like our name was in the lights and all that kind of stuff and with all that people heard about us and people just started assuming that we were these really really strong motion designers and all that which the truth is we were all adequate motion designers, but we tried really hard and we just did what we wanted. We said no to certain clients. Um, We worked on different things that were fun for us. Not everything is fun. Sometimes you have to understand that you're gonna have to pay the bills and that's extremely important. So you're gonna have to take things on that might not be the most exciting work. And that's fine, You know, but there has to be a balance. You have to be in a position where if you're in control of the situation, you're going to be the one that can say no to a client because it's all up to you. When you're working in an agency or any other company, it's not up to you. You work for that company. And if the company says, this is who we work with, well, you're going to be working with them for a long time, regardless if you like them or not, or if you think that the work is good or if you don't. So I'm really excited about this next chapter. I think that there's so much potential and there's so many people out there. And some of the people who have left the agency that I was at, they're out in the, out in the wild as well. And uh, I would love to tap them for certain things if they're open to it. And I think that we could make some really, really beautiful things together. And the intention is just to find that really nice balance in life where you're happy. Because I realized that with all this stuff, with the diagnosis I just told you about, and with a lifelong illness, the possibilities of how bad that could be, you realize what the important things are. And the important things for me are spending more time with my family and doing the things that I love. And if I'm producing artwork, I want it to be the artwork that I want to make. I also like working with people who I enjoy working with. So there's tons of clients out there that are wonderful to work with. And I love making these relationships. And I love working with suppliers. And I love working with producers. And I love working with all these people that can make a really good team. And we might share a vision. And we might put out bangers for work. Not every piece we put out is going to be a banger. But I guarantee the stuff that we do will be successful. So I don't take any of this stuff that's just happened as a negative, even though it sounds very heavy and times will be uncomfortable. They will. I'm not too worried about it. I'm really not. I think I've put enough time building a reputation and the people that have worked with me in the past know that I'm, I'm not joking about this stuff. I take it very seriously and I do think it's very important to have pride in your work and I just can't wait to get back out there and do that again. So for anybody who's listening to this, I really appreciate the fact that you've stayed on this long. I'm sorry if this sounded like a little bit of a negative, but I'm trying to turn it into a positive. And all I want to do is start putting out podcasts again. I've got so many good friends that I can't wait to talk to. And I'll do some interviews with these people because I think they're very interesting. And I think the chemistry between us will be interesting for you to listen to. So I just want to say thanks again. And I really appreciate the fact that you're listening to this changes in the air and I can't wait to see what that brings.